0: Knowing your market is so freaking key, right? Because I've worked with people for a number of reasons, right? Uh, To do a number of things, right? To write bestsellers, to create memberships, to run challenges, right? To developing courses and selling courses, selling programs, webinars, sales processes right lead gen processes I mean you name it and I've probably worked in that field with someone in regards to something that they thought that space needed and that's the key phrase and we're going to talk about today it's going to be a quick one today because this is very important but not something you need to go into depth about because it just makes complete sense right so let's get it Unleash Russell podcast brought to you by Unleash you now and hosted by yours truly Michael Faber uh, let's grow Society is on the back of creators and entrepreneurs They're the ones that are going to save the world Change the world And leave it better than they found it They're willing to risk it all To impact and carve out their piece. Like who wouldn't love that But they're being lied to They're made to believe they need to buy this software Invest in this list Create this site And they are out before it even started Because they're worried about the wrong thing That's the point of this podcast To prove that that's not the case Because you don't need to Because we didn't And we made it So there's this thing right so I uh, uh, there was there was a time it was like 10 minutes ago I was really bad at business no I'm kidding uh, it might might have been forever but there was a time where I wouldn't admit I was bad at business and I thought I was good at business and I would do all right, the dumbest stuff right and I kept thinking of the problem we solved and how I could bring that problem solving into every target of like almost like as many professions as possible because your profession necessarily didn't dictate this problem, right? So I'll use one of the examples from when I had the bar. All right? So I had this bar and restaurant. If you listen to any of these episodes, you probably heard me talk about it. Right? So I had this bar and restaurant and uh, we, we had different nights were different things, right? You try to make sure that you're, you have some sort of feature, um, some sort of add on some sort of offer every night for someone to come in for, right? So it's like burger night, Monday, $5 burgers, right? Uh, wing night, Tuesday, 10 cent wings, right? Where you just know you're losing money on wings, <laughs> but it was still one of the most amazing nights uh, but you just, you go in that order, right? Like, uh, whacked out Wednesday, right? And like, have like these wacky meals, like custom creations, uh, which was also awesome. Uh, and you just go, and then you have like music and this. So you would have like two to three offers. It would be a drink, a something to eat, and, uh, sometimes some sort of entertainment. So now, you now Monday, you could do Monday night football and burgers, right? Like. Uh, and Thursday night you have football too if you didn't have music or something of that nature. But y- you get what I'm saying. Like, there was some sort of add-ons, right? There was some sort of offer to come in this day that was just rather than come in. And well, I was like, hey, teachers love... Ha-. Well, first of all, I was located in the dumbest area to try to get teachers because there it was a hard area to get in and out of for teachers because there wasn't schools necessarily right nearby. So... One, it was idiotic, but I'm trying to get teachers right? because I'm like, I got first responders. I got correctional officers, right? Like I have all these people coming in or I'm targeting their market. I'm like, I'm going to target teachers. They drink. right? And I'm like, hey, teachers, take a load off Monday nights. Come on in. Right. Uh, extra 20% off for teachers or 25% off. Here's the deal. Right. Like know your market teacher's market on a Monday night is not high (laughs) teachers are like listen the week just started I'm recovering from the weekend and the first day right like I gotta still plan my week out I do not want to be entertained or have to deal with anything with you Right, so what I was doing was I was attracting to a market that didn't give a shit what I wanted to do now listen This is the funny part. There's a market and everything. What does that market want, though? And and I'll be very honest. Like, there's a there's a Ninja Turtle YouTube channel that dude makes like half a million dollars a year from. But he's talking to the the Ninja Turtle fans that want what he's selling, right? Like, if you're if you're buying, right? If you're, it's what is how is he making that money? It's mostly off. sponsorships if he was selling the ultimate Ninja Turtle course I don't think he sells a lot of it right it's it's there's a couple things one that the market has the the need and want for it and the market has the money for it because I've had buddies of mine try to sell kid stuff to kids and gamers and it's not a hot market unless it's a game or something that helps them play the game better that they actually see feasible logic to. All right? So to me this is this is not an exciting show, right? Like this one this one's more tactical. But it's like are you approaching the market with something they actually need or want or desire? Are you solving something that is actually an issue for them? right because if you're if you're talking to someone if you're talking to a profession that works on weekends talking about how you can make their week easier they're like listen my week's cool my weekends suck i work not a good sale and it's understanding that market right like oh one of the things one of the things one of the first things i was i was doing right <clears throat> when i tried to like dabble in the personal growth development space I was a basketball coach, right? Still am, to a degree. But I was a basketball coach, and the first thing I did was, yo, I'm going to I'm going to teach basketball coaches how to be better men. <laughs> right? Like and why I laughed at that is because there was an assumption in my mind that was like that was totally selfish. And this is why I say this is because I was, at the time, trying to be a better man. That's why I was going in personal growth so much. That's why I started dabbling in it and then started trying to, what I've learned in it and gathered in it, I was trying to give back into it, right? Because uh, to for something to make its total impact on you, right, for you to gain the total worth of something, you have to learn it, right, then master it, then teach it. And then you get the full, right, 360, the complete, Complete feeling that that thing or subject was supposed to give you. Right? Like th- that's the great that's like the whole kit and caboodle. Like that's the kitchen sink. Right? Like that's everything. You learned it, right? Which you're at some point it hit you and you're like, this is really cool. And you started learning it. Then you were like, this is so awesome. I want to master this. And you hopefully put it to work and and tried it yourself. And uh, did trial and error, sometimes learn more about it, right? Uh, until you've mastered it by spending so many countless hours improving on the task. And then you're like, now what do I do? Do I just keep using this? Right? But it's still something missing. That thing missing is teaching others to be able to do it. Right? Teaching others with that passion, with that love, with that with that all-encompassing feeling you have towards it, teaching them with that. So then the ones that it hits like that have it too. And then you feel that, Like, that's just utopia, right? Like, that's just, it's like this perfect feeling. And so I'm like, I'm really, I'm really into being better right now. Every coach has to be into being better right now. And here's the problem. They weren't, right? Because I confused me for a market. And it wasn't the same thing. I confused what I wanted, what I was going through, what I was seeking to what this area, this focus, this market was seeking. And that wasn't a market problem or desire. That was a me problem or desire. So rather than saying, why was I like this? Oh, I was like this because I was being I was so fake for so long. Right. And I lived this like fake lifestyle. And I was I was having this persona of something that I didn't even want to be. And I wasn't at the core. And so that's who I should have been seeking, but I thought it was my profession. That's why niches get stitches in my world because we automatically think it's a, uh, one of the first things, uh, not really true. Um, it was one of the last things I did before I went really hard in this space. I did this group. Uh, I kind of got swindled because I thought it was part of the thing I was already in. I I have like eight certificates in coaching, right? It was, I thought it was part of the program for that. It wasn't, it was a guy that was part of that program then pawning his own shit off. But anyway, and in this group, this dude's like, yo, I figured it out for you. I was like, oh, I love when that happens. Tell me about it. And he goes, ah, you're going to, you're going to teach managers of restaurants how to balance life and work. And there's two things here that I'm like, uh, what? Right. Because one, you're assuming they don't feel like they have it. And two, you're assuming like they believe that's a problem they want solved or fixed. Right. When in the, if you're in the restaurant business, you know, most of the time it's not, it might be, it might, you might not have the balance that some others think you should have, but you don't give a shit. So. To me, it was, when he was saying this, it took me right back to when I developed this to be a better man coach. And I was like, oh, dude, you're confusing something I wanted versus something that is a market problem, right? A positional problem. And the thing is, most don't think or recognize it or feel it's a problem. So I'd be selling something they don't need or want. Here's the deal. Normally doesn't sell well. So you have to make sure the market in which you're seeking or diving into, right, is one that uh, actually feels like that what you have to solve is an actual problem they need solving for. Because you have the greatest thing in the world jump full speed into a market that doesn't give a shit about what you have and sell nothing of it. Sell nothing of it so it's it's not it's not it's not even that your thing isn't cool it's not that you think can't be helpful but what you did was you limited yourself and you put yourself in a market that didn't give a shit about what you had so that market wasn't going to be kind to you so before you're like hey i got this really great thing for this make sure this great thing for this is something that needs or wants right that it's that it's, it is it is hitting their pain points it's it's fueling their you know their desire It's got to be doing something other than just what you want it done for you or needed for you. And you got to understand the difference between a market product or program. Because most of the time, your product or program isn't for a market. It's for a feeling of the market isn't a profession. It's a feeling. It's a situation. And that situation can be in multiple different professions or job titles. It's not just in one. And that I think that's one of the biggest killers is that someone gets real hype and they're like, listen, I'm a male coach and I felt like I wasn't in touch to my feelings enough. So I made this course, male coaches touch feelings. And But here's the deal. A lot of coaches feel like they do already have their feelings in check. So that's going to fall on a lot of deaf ears. You're, that's not going to build momentum. That's not going to build to where a product where you can sustain it to be able to create the income in which you're seeking. So it's not, it's take the, I'm a male coach out and just say, Hey, I'm a man that had a real hard time engaging with the feelings part of him. And I saw what it was costing me in relationships and in, in workspace and in my health and in my mindset. And I didn't want it to cost me that anymore. So I had to make this change. And when I made this change, my life changed so much for the better. And I had some amazing relationships. And I, my health got better. And I got more energy. And I felt better. And I was happier. And I was more fulfilled. And oh my God. Right? Like I can't even explain. Right? Like and that makes someone that's feeling that hype. Because I'm like I want to feel that. No matter my profession. And a lot of times we're killing our own product or program because we think it's a professional need when it's not. It's a personal need. So know your market, know what you're targeting, and know if your market needs it or not. And one of the best ways to do that is throw it out there and see. Right, Like throw it out there and see. And and y- all too often we try to niche down so much so that I, th- I think now niching down just became this thing to just fucking say we do right like some guy asked me a question he was like hey who who's really like who's your tribe and i'm like you mean our we call it family who uh made out of and i was like oh like mostly impact driven heart-centered entrepreneurs and uh i'm like here or there there's just heart centered impact driven people they just don't have businesses but mostly it's heart 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 centered impact driven entrepreneurs he goes yeah but what kind of entrepreneurs i'm like the kind that do entrepreneur things He's like, yeah, no, but what? Like restaurant entrepreneurs? Like, no, man, I don't do that dumb shit. And so now me, just a natural response. No, I don't do that dumb shit. was a huge deal because that was very disrespectful, I guess. And but here's the deal. It wasn't. I just don't do that shit. Why? Because I don't want someone to be like, oh, man, that's so for me. I'd be like, no, but do you own a restaurant? No, it's not for you then. Right? Like, no, this is what it's not for. If you're just money hungry, if you don't give a damn about people you serve, if you don't give a damn about the world be, uh, being better, right, like, or making the world better, like, if you don't give a damn about those things, it's not for you. That's who's it's not for. <laughs> it, the type of entrepreneur you are means nothing to me. The type of person you are means everything to us, the community. Because then I know if you're that type of person, you're going to serve the community well. If you're not, you probably won't. But it'd be silly if I was like, hey, sorry guys, I know we align so well, but I don't really work with people that have to do with finances. And also, what limited thing do I do for my people if I'm like, hey, sorry guys, I know like six main areas everybody focuses on and I'm just not letting five of them in because I only worry about this one. Oh, so you're only going to let me build up a piece of me here? Like, no, I no thank you. I like to build the whole foundation. I like to be better. So, Check your product, check yourself, and get your ego out of the way. It doesn't necessarily have to be a profession. It could just be the thing, and the thing is what's going to sell them because that's who has it. Their job title might be different. All right, peace, love, and happiness, right? The Unleash You Now fam, the Unleashed. What's up? So enjoy your weekend. This is a Friday, by the way. I I know I'm not supposed to say the day on these, but this is a Friday. So enjoy your weekend as always show the world your greatness paint your masterpiece peace love and happiness Unleash Your Hustle podcast brought to you by Unleash You Now and hosted by your Australian Michael Faber peace we out we out we out thank you so much for listening to the Unleash Your Hustle podcast with Michael Faber brought to you by Unleash You Now where we want to show the world your greatness